The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, or your truth journey brought you here, welcome home. And to listen to tonight's full interview, which you do not want to miss, at all our great past shows, all the way from 2008. You know what to do by now. Just go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. You can choose three months all the way to two years. Educate yourself with the truth. And if you want to give your life an upgrade at the beginning of this year, for the rest of the year and your life, take a listen to Sanitas Radio. Go to SanitasRadio.com and you'll be able to sample a few of our radio programs Take a listen. You won't be disappointed. And if you want to get in touch with me, you want to offer guest suggestions, or want to be a guest on this radio program, go to our website and click on the contact button. From the food we eat, the water we drink, to the air we breathe, everything these days seems capable of killing us. Recently, we have seen an unprecedented number of deaths due to medication for diseases, that may not even exist. Obscure cancers caused by our modern devices and brutal police tactics. All a coincidence? Think again. Tonight's special guest, a veteran of this program, lays out a stunning case for his most audacious conspiracy yet, the scheme concocted by a handful of global elites to reduce the world's population to 500 million by whatever means necessary and make a profit from it. His new book is titled Population Control, How Corporate Owners Are Killing Us. And to tell us more and to offer solutions on how to fight back, with us tonight is acclaimed journalist and best-selling author, Jim Mars. Hello, Jim, and welcome back to Veritas. Hey, Mel, it's always great to be with you. Likewise, Jim, bad food, bad water, bad drugs, bad air. Are these all part of a global plot? And, and since when, when did our nation become a self-destructive society? I don't know, but it just seems to be getting worse and worse. I'm really up in the air today about the uh, uh, shooting of the uh, uh, rancher up in Oregon. And, of course, the corporate control media talks about a shootout and talks about yeah. armed militants and all like that. But according to the woman who was in the car with him, uh, he had his hands up. He was walking towards the policeman, and they shot him down and then came over and shot his body, then riddled the car, luckily not killing the people inside. And that was, their, I think, their fatal mistake because now 
uh, eventually the truth will get out. Of course, it'll be dribbled out, and the media will uh, spin it every which way, and people will just go on about their lives, even though we see the Constitutional Republic that our forefathers fought for being slowly uh, stripped away from us. And, yeah, this is all by design. Uh, first, let's mention the uh, uh, the uh, infamous Georgia Guidestones, okay, which is a granite monument that was put up in rural Georgia, it's, and it's kind of a mystery. Uh, it was put up by a man who gave the name of Christian, but that he admitted that wasn't his real name. So it's not even clear who put this up, but most people feel like it is a blueprint for what has been termed the New World Order. Its very first admonition is to maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Well, that sounds uh, pretty warm and fuzzy, but wait a minute. <clears throat> right now, today, there's about 7.5 billion of us on this planet. So my question is, uh, what exactly do they intend to do with the other 7 billion? And more importantly, who's going to decide what happens to the other 7 billion? And what this comes down to is, and this is why my book, Population Control, how corporate owners are killing us. And let me preface this quickly by pointing out that I said corporate owners, not corporate people, not corporate presidents or vice presidents, uh, corporate officers. Uh, most of these people, I'm sure, are good folks, uh, probably have Harvard business degrees, uh, and they're not the ones responsible. They are there to make sure the corporation runs efficiently and that the uh, profit line stays up. Uh, I know lots of people that work for big corporations. They're not bad people. But it's the person who actually sets the policy and actually sets the guidelines for these uh, giant multinational corporations. And these people, uh, that's a, a different bird of a different color. And when I say the corporate owners, uh, it, it may be a member of the board of directors. It may be uh, the CEO. It may be not even someone whose name's not even mentioned. Most people have the idea, Mel, that you had, to control a corporation, you'd have to have more than 51% of the stock. But that's not necessarily true. Uh, if you own, say, only 6% of the stock of a corporation, but nobody else owned more than, say, 5%, then you are the majority stockholder, and what you say goes. Now, these are the people I'm talking about, the uber-rich, the 1%, as the Occupy people call them, the New World Order or the, as they call themselves, globalist, people who are intent on trying to control the entire world. And for them, the United States is simply a not very profitable uh, division. Now, we know from past records, we know from uh, all kinds of people, uh, for example, uh, General Maxwell Taylor, who was former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and also a ranking member of the Secretive Council on Foreign Relations. Uh, back in the 70s, he said in the next century, well, that means now, he said uh, it'll be necessary to reduce the world's population. And he said mostly in third world countries using methods such as disease, starvation, and regional wars. Well, oops, hello. Uh, isn't that exactly what we've got going on right now in these other nations? And then, of course, there was the famous report from Henry Kissinger, who said depopulation should be the highest priority of U.S. foreign policy towards the third world. 
uh, Bill Gates, of course, says uh, what we really need to do is lower the world's population by 10 to 15, 50, 300 million people uh, would be ideal. That's a 95% decline from present uh, uh, population numbers. Whoa, wait a minute. So they really, really want to drop the world's population. And, uh, and how do they plan to do that? Uh, you know, are they going to just count on natural attrition? Well, let me quote from from Prince Philip, uh, the royal family of England, and uh, another one of these globalists, these New World Order people. He says, in the event that I'm reincarnated, I would like to return as a deadly virus in order to contribute something to solve overpopulation. Whoa. In other words, he wants you dead. Uh, it's really incredible. Yeah. And so we have to decide, you know, is that what we really want? Do we really want uh, over the world to be reduced in population? And, I, of course, Mel, if you live in a big city and you're constantly caught in traffic and jostled by the crowds, it's easy enough to buy into this idea that, well, there's just too many people, man. we gotta, we got to re- reduce some of this population. But let's look at it very, very rationally and coolly. Do we really, truly have an overpopulation problem? And I submit to you, no, not really, because think about this. Right now, today, the average living space in Hong Kong, and picture Hong Kong with all those high-rise buildings on those islands, you know, the average, average living space is 1,700 square feet. Whoa, I lived in apartments as a young man, and I want to tell you, that, that's a big apartment. That's, that's quite an, that's a, what a lot of houses have that kind of floor space. So based on 1,700 square feet, the entire population of the world could live comfortably enough in the state of Texas, nowhere else. Wow. And if you wanted to spread out, you wanted to have maybe an acre or so per, per person so you can have a garden, grow your own vegetables, uh, well, we could all live very comfortably in, the, in Australia, nowhere else in the world. So, see, I'm not really sure we have an overpopulation problem so much as we have a population concentration problem. Everybody's jammed into these giant cities, and uh, that's really causing a problem. One of the problems that nobody really sees uh, is the fact that we know that you need 22% oxygen in the air you breathe just to maintain normal, good human health. Well, in most of the big cities, the uh, oxygen content is down around 20 to 21% normally. And then when you hear on the news, you know, uh, it's a high ozone day or whatever, sometimes it drops down to 18 17%, which is not even enough to maintain normal human health. So, see, this is another reason why we're uh, uh, getting sick. And, and, of course, not only that, but then this is, uh, this is uh, ex- excavated because uh, of the food we're eating. Before you talk uh, about I, the food, know, look what's happening in China. They're buying canned oxygen from Canada because pollution is so bad over there. Exactly. In fact, uh, there's a British school in uh, Beijing that had to build a, uh, a uh, plastic dome, uh, one of these inflatable uh, rubber domes. For sports events. Uh, just so the, the kids could go out and, and play on, at playtime, yeah. you know. It, it's really incredible. And, that, and that's just kind of natural pollution. Uh, which uh, they keep working on, but it's still uh, pretty bad. But now, to adding to this is the chemtrails. And I'm sure you've had people on your show before Certainly. who talk about the chemtrails. 
in fact, uh, just recently I was in touch with a guy who actually got some of the chemtrail um, fibers and tested them. And, folks, listen, it's not spider webs, okay? It, this is uh, chemicals, uh, man-made materials that they are spraying into the atmosphere for a variety of reasons. Um, I'm not one of these who says, oh, they're trying to kill everybody, because uh, from what I understand, uh, aerial spraying would not be a very efficient way of doing that. I think the fact that people are getting sick and that the very old and the very young and the very vulnerable are dying, that's just kind of a, a side byproduct. Uh, I think whatever the chemtrails are for, I think it's probably military uh, in scope in that they are uh, magnetizing and uh, and uh, putting metal in the uh, atmosphere to facilitate com uh, communications. And, and, of course, that's also adding to the uh, electronic um, haze, the electronic fog that's around us all the time with these ubiquitous cell phones and cell phone towers. Uh, I saw recently a map of Texas where I live uh, where they had located all the cell phone towers and it, it, it blankets the state uh, except for a few uh, open spaces in West Texas. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't go anywhere without being bombarded with all of this uh, electronic um, uh, debris, you know, just uh, 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 and, and it's causing, it, it, we don't really know. It, this is such a new thing that, you know, 20 years, 50 years down the road, we may find out that this is very, very detrimental to our health. But, of course, who's going to give up their cell phone? But chemtrails, let's stay with chemtrails for a second. I'm glad you, you're one of those people that discusses this because I've spoken to others who are very open-minded, good journalists who don't even want to touch it. So I'm glad you're touching it. My question is... Right now, let me ask yes. you that, Mel. Why wouldn't they want to touch it? I mean, you know, think about this. Think about how many people are heavy into uh, good food. Oh, they're vegans. Uh, they only want to eat fresh food, and they're very much against G uh, GMOs, you know, genetically modified food. And, oh, they're so careful about what they eat, and they want to go to the healthy restaurants, and, and they want to drink the really, really good water. But... They won't look up and see that they're spraying chemicals on us in the air we breathe? What's with that? <laughs> well, take the author of the, gosh, I cannot believe I forgot his name, it, uh, John, John, uh, Dr. John Coleman, the Tavistock Institute. I remember my last question for our interview, he felt very insulted that I even asked him. He said, my son is a pilot, and this is just BS. I could not believe it. <laughs> well, I... Well, obviously, Evan hasn't looked at it close enough, and it's very true. I have I've got a lot of very good friends who are pilots, and yes, early on, when you say, hey, look up there, see that, and they'll go, well, that's a contrail. Yeah, but no, it's really not. And, and folks, here's an easy way to tell a, a contrail from a chemtrail. A contrail, of course, is short for condensation trail. That is when the heat of the airplane engine, whether it's piston, or whether it's jet, warms that cold upper atmosphere, well, it, it condenses into a, uh, a white mist, okay, and it trails off behind the airplane, and that's called a condensation trail. And they are, even though there may be a little jet fuel in it or something, they're basically harmless because it's just the oxygen changing from a, uh, a, uh, into a gas that you can actually see. 
Okay, so, but a chemtrail is where they're spraying chemicals. And this looks very much like a contrail, but where a contrail will evaporate fairly soon after leaving the airplane. Uh, sometimes they trail for a long way because of the atmospheric conditions, but most of the time they'll only go out just a certain distance and then they evaporate. But a chemtrail goes from horizon to horizon. It does not evaporate. In fact, it spreads out, and all you have to do is keep watching these chemtrails, and what you'll see is on a bright, clear, blue sky morning, you'll see these planes crisscrossing the sky, leaving these long chemtrails, and after a few hours, they spread out, and what was a clear blue sky is now a milky white haze hanging over the countryside. Pilots are not allowed to talk about a few things. They cannot talk about... I saw a UFO. Why crashed right. at the Pentagon and discussed chemtrails? It makes you wonder. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, does that, that certainly sounds like a conspiracy to me. Apparently. Apparently. And, you know, what about all these viruses that pop up every year? Remember, growing up in the Caribbean, Jim, there was always the dengue virus. And a vehicle would drive around every day spraying DDT. So if the mosquito didn't kill you, the DDT could give you cancer eventually. But now, every year, we have a new virus here. Swine flu, bird flu, chikungunya, and now the new African Zika or Zika virus, which causes babies to be born with deformed heads. When in human history has an epidemic become so alarming, Jim, that a nation feels compelled to urge its people not to have children for two years? And as of this broadcast... A dozen cases have been reported in the U.S. Do you think this is another depopulation plot? Well, I don't know that, but I would strongly suspect that because, like you said, we haven't had these problems in the past. In fact, the biggest epidemic that I recall, uh, and, and uh, short of the, the Black Plague, was, of course, the influenza uh, epidemic of 1918. killed a lot of people. Uh, interestingly enough, if you'll look, closely at that, you'll find that most of the people who died took the vaccination, okay? And it lowered their uh, immunization system, and that's why there were so many deaths. But of course, we would never be told that because the whole idea is to sell more vaccinations. Um, and what is now becoming more and more public and people should pay more attention to is the fact that there are now whistleblowers who are now talking about how the big pharmaceutical corporations, big farm as they're known at, uh, are adulterating these vaccines with all kinds of things, including mercury and, and thermarosol and all kinds of things that uh, cause us problems to begin with. And, and then on top of that, the vaccines don't seem to be that effective anyway. How many times have you heard, well, get your flu vaccine, and then a few months later they go, well, the, the flu's uh, uh, germ has mutated. You need to come back and get another vaccination. These things, they're worth billions of dollars to these pharmaceutical corporations, and don't think that they're above giving you faulty vaccines or ineffective vaccines just so they can sell and make more money. Absolutely, and what I'm about to say may sound insensitive to some, but please bear with me. I have no intention of offending anyone. If the depopulation campaign is one of, of the globalist's foremost goals, then why are we seeing this influx of uh, Muslim refugees in Europe? And we know part of it is because the military's actions have made them immigrate. 
It's contrived. But when I think of genocide, Jim, I think of the eradication of groups by ethnicity, race, culture, etc. But what if what we're seeing in Europe is actually cultural? Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.